for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. I want to welcome you to Living Life. Today we're going to be looking into the middle part of Romans chapter 11. And here we come to the wild branches. That's the Gentiles. That's people like me and probably you. And we have this incredible story unfolding where there's this olive tree and then there's these natural branches and yet they are broken off. Well, that's the Israelites. And then it has us being grafted in these wild branches into the olive tree. And then there's coming a time when the branches that were broken off, they're going to be regrafted back into the tree, this olive tree. I mean, God's people, we know that God has a wonderful plan. And we're so thankful that he involves us in this plan. And of course, there is the Israelites. We've seen that in the Old Testament when God made a covenant with his people, starting back with Abraham, right? And then Isaac and Jacob and the story, this drama just unfolding. But at times, the Israelites they turned their backs on God. They went wayward and they were unpredictable. Their faith wandered and they turned their backs on God. And so they're broken branches. But we, the Gentiles, were the wild branches that have been grafted in to God's family. It's great news for us. And let's now have ears to hear what Paul has to say about this. Romans chapter 11, verses 11 through 24. Again, I ask, did they stumble so as to fall beyond recovery? Not at all. Rather, because of their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. But if their transgression means riches for the world and their loss means riches for the Gentiles, how much greater riches will their full inclusion bring? I am talking to you Gentiles, and as much as I am the apostle to the Gentiles, I take pride in my ministry, in the hope that I may somehow arouse my own people to envy and save some of them. For if their rejection brought reconciliation to the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? If the part of the dough offered as firstfruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. If some of the branches have been broken off, and you, though a wild olive shoot, have been grafted in among the others and now share in the nourishing sap from the olive root, do not consider yourself to be superior to those other branches. If you do, consider this. You do not support the root, but the root supports you. 
You will say then, branches were broken off so that I could be grafted in. Granted, but they were broken off because of unbelief, and you stand by faith. Do not be arrogant, but tremble. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he will not spare you either. Consider therefore the kindness and sternness of God, sternness to those who fell, but kindness to you, provided that you continue in his kindness. Otherwise, you also will be cut off. And if they do not persist in unbelief, they will be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. After all, if you were cut out of an olive tree that is wild by nature, and contrary to nature were grafted into a cultivated olive tree, how much more readily will these, the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? So here in the middle of Romans chapter 11, Paul is really getting at the same question that he started chapter 11 with. Did God reject his people? The answer was no. And now he asks in verse 11, did they stumble so as to fall beyond recovery? And the answer is no. The Israelites, they're not going to become extinct. God has a plan for them. But what's amazing about Paul is that he knows that God has a plan for the Gentiles, these wild branches. And his Jewish friends did not understand Paul. Why would you go after the Gentiles and have them come into the family of God? And so they vilified him and, and they just did not understand. Paul, why would you do such a thing? And so in Romans eleven thirteen, I like the way that Paul says, I magnify my office. I mean, this ministry that he would have to the Gentiles. You know, this verse has a lot of importance for me because I have a ministry called Robin's Nest and we pastor pastors. And so I remember specifically a date. It was October 10th. 2010 and so it was 10 10 10 and i had asked one of our advisory board members dallas willard to come and speak to our board on the top 10 things dallas willard would want to say to pastors and the first thing that he said that he wants pastors to know is that they should magnify their office that they should know that what they do has significance, that there's dignity to their calling. And so I think about Paul in this passage that we're looking at. And Paul was one who knew that he could be a physician of the soul to these Gentiles to help them in their progress and joy in the faith. And that he would be one who would preach the gospel, the good news, to them and to let them know that indeed they could trust Jesus just like he did, that he could be their Messiah. And so Paul, he magnified his office. He knew that what he did was significant, that he would be a shepherd to the very ones whom God purchased with his own blood. And Paul, he was one who was a great teacher. 
and like pastors today, they're teachers of the truth and helping people understand what is real. I mean, think about our day and age where wouldn't it be nice with so much that is fake out there to know what is true. And the gospel, the word of God shows us and pastors help us understand like what it means to be well off or like a truly good person and to understand like how to become a truly good person. And Paul was one that had been anointed by God to go to the Gentiles. And though his Jewish friends were giving him a hard time, they didn't understand why he was doing what he was doing. He knew that what he was doing was significant. And it's my prayer that pastors today would know that what they do has dignity. There is a calling that they have that is from God. And Paul, he wanted to be a role model of holiness. And we want our pastors to do that as well today. So Paul, at one point, he said, you know, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Well, may pastors and our leaders today be ones who are following the Lord, that they're having Christ formed in them. And so that we can then understand what it would look like to have Jesus living our lives like he would if he were in our shoes. Now, in our text, we also see that the Apostle Paul wants to make the people know that the Gentiles, they're not to have arrogance. They're not to be conceited that indeed they have been grafted in to God's family. Oh no, they are ones that are to understand that they need God's grace. I like in verse 20 how it says, do not be arrogant, but tremble. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he will not spare you either. So we want to be a people who don't fall away. We want to be ones who have faith and continue to move forward on the road of transformation that God has set us upon. So today, I just want to encourage you, pray for your pastors and be ones who would have a life of trust and confidence in the Lord and do so to God's glory and your joy. So as we close our Living Life devotion today, and we've been in the middle part of Romans chapter 11, and really thinking about the wild branches, the Gentiles, and knowing that the Apostle Paul Praise be to God that he saw the great need to magnify his ministry in reaching out to the Gentiles because I know for one, I'm thankful for that because I have been one whom God has really reached out with his amazing grace. And the gospel has made sense because he's opened my eyes to see and my ears to hear this wonderful message. Now, 
there is words of hope, of course, for the Gentiles. I mean, we can see that God's kindness has been placed upon us and that we too can have faith in him. But we also know that these are words for hope to the Jews because God is not finished. He has not rejected his people. And I like the way that the scripture ends for our text today in verse 24. How much more readily will these, the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? Oh, we praise God for his wonderful plan of salvation for Jew and Gentile. Let's pray. Well, Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that the word of God is proclaimed to all people around this wonderful world, that, Lord, we can put our trust in Jesus. We thank you, Father, that there are pastors out there that are serving so well, that, Father, they're physicians of the soul, they're teachers of the truth, and they're shepherding your people. Father, we thank you for our pastors. We thank you for your great, amazing grace toward us. We thank you and praise you in Christ's name. Amen. Sing your soul,